What's good with you guys? Thanks for joining me. I'm Johan Francis CSCS, and this right here is Ego Killer. We cover all the moves inside of the gym so that you can move and live better outside in life when it really, really matters. EgoKillerShow.com. Leave me a suggestion for what you guys want to talk about next. Listen, I hope that something we talk or I am monologuing to you about today, yo, you can use it today in order to get a little bit better inside the gym. All right. Maybe you have a workout. Maybe you just got done with one. Maybe you got a new activity that you're trying to take up, you're trying to head to a new gym, whatever it is. I want you guys to get over. Maybe you guys have just recently completed competition or some type of event you worked months and months for. And now you're kind of feeling like, how am I going to get back up and do the same thing? The routine is becoming kind of quotidian and easy for me, right? Well, it's my hope that by learning every aspect of the way that you move and think physically, right? Being more in touch with your physical body, with recovery, with applying how much energy you need per workout, with how you're supposed to be technical inside the gym. All of those things coalesce on us as individual flesh bags, people that, yo, if I could put it all together, I have a good physical life. I'm able to stay active. And it's at that point that I learn how to apply regularity, consistency, discipline, mindset to my actions. And if we can do that, we're breaking barriers on a daily. All right. That's what we need. We want to be able to break barriers on a daily. There's no reason to stay stuck in the same place that you're at all the time. There's no reason, even if look, even if your pockets are on the low, there's little reason to stay, to stay figuratively where you're at in your life. All you got to do is get out there and get active, right? All you got to do is hit up the gym. All you got to do is go hit up that $9 gym down the street right there, right? In the neighborhood you always try to avoid. All you got to do is go to the edge of it. Go and talk to $9 gym and get friggin' active. This is all you have to do, all right? You don't want to go there? Guess what? There's a trail nearby. You got to do that too. All of these things have exponential positive benefits on your mood, on the way you move, and people around you pick up on that. We want to be leaders. We want to lead. We want to be stewards. We want to show people and lead by example. That's why we stay inside the gym, the room of iron and rubber. That's why we stay on the trails, right? With, with the uh, dirt trails and the trees and the blooms. That's why we're in. Maybe you do swimming as your activity. That's why you stay up in the dojo because we're taking personal responsibility for our physical lives. When we do that, though, we want to make sure that we're spending the requisite amount of time doing our workouts because sometimes you guys work out just too short. You ever think about sometimes when you have, maybe you got a coach or a trainer you had in the past and you know someone that does, and they pull up like hella late, and you're like, maybe this has been you. Let's say it's been you and you have a coach and you're leaving them hanging for like 30 minutes, and you pull up and you expect to do a 20-minute workout. You know you did that on purpose, (laughs) right? You know you did that on purpose. Maybe you're a coach and you had, you know, classes start and regularly people kind of trickle in super duper late and you're past the point of really minding you know that happens on purpose but look sometimes you have to make sure that people do show up on time because getting that and 
I want us to understand that that workout you're going to do, that's short. Short-ass workouts have inherent dangers behind them. You guys have heard of the skyscrape method. If I want people to pay attention to my business or my content or my um, advertisements, what I'll do is I'll take what you do and I'll add to it. So I'll literally pound for pound take your blueprint and I'll just make it bigger, better, brighter, funnier, louder in order to basically go over the top of what you did. It's a skyscraper method. It's a skyscraper method. It's, it's, I do what you do, but bigger, louder. And so it inherently lacks like basic skill, but works because people already used to seeing, you know, person A's content. Now they get to see my content, which is just person A's content with cherries on it, right? That's the skyscraper method inside of fitness. We do it a little differently. All right. Where the skyscraper method is all about this intense competition to the top to see you can build the biggest, baddest, most visible from the horizon thing. Fitness is like, how can we get you in and out the door really, really quickly? And I think that that has a deleterious effect on you guys, unless you're a coach. Maybe then you're just standing there tapping your feet waiting. But I think that that has had a shit effect on our culture. All right. And what I mean is this, the later and shorter you're coming or going to your workout is the less benefit you are going to get. And I've been there. I've been there where people just show up, they pull up and they're like, yo, something's better than nothing. And you know, what's funny is like immediately, I think Vince Lombardi would slap you like right now, famed deceased football legend. Vince Lombardi, who espoused that if you're earlier on time, if you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't show up would be horrified if you just showed up late thinking that something's better than nothing. And look, a lot of the times it is a lot of the times it is. So one of the ways that we're going to talk about today about the inherent dangers of a short ass workout is how. Yeah, something's better than nothing, except when you start setting up something better than nothing to be your regular habit. It's impossible for good coaches and good classes to set up the kind of auspices where you're there on time all the time. It's just not possible. But when we start accepting less, when we start advocating for five-minute abs, seven-minute abs, 15-minute hit, we're doing a lot of technical damage to not just our mindset, but we're doing a lot of dirt to the way that we work out. It's not beneficial. It's not beneficial, right? Fitness has become in so many ways. And I want you guys to just be aware of this. I don't care. You know, maybe you do it on occasion. None of us are perfect. Um, fitness has become like electric smart cars where it's, the smaller, the better. The shorter, the better. The more efficient, the better. And I'm trying to figure out what guys that actually benefits you. It doesn't. So we're going to build a case today. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to build a case. We're going to build a case for why a short-ass workout has inherent danger behind it. And I want you guys to get away from that business. The only short workout that you guys need to be acquiescing to is the short-ass workout. That would not have happened unless you put in long ass effort meaning 
you were so late because you got caught up in traffic that you just getting to the workout, getting to the class, getting to the coach, getting on your run is better than not doing it. And behind this is a hard mindset where skipping just isn't part of what you do. Okay, so short workouts might mean better efficiency. Short workouts might mean, you know, might mean concentrated efficiency. It's all about efficiency, right? Where, look, 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 look. Part of what strength and conditioning has been has been leaning on better efficiency. And I think we got a little bit, we have it conflated. We think efficiency and shortness means more concentrated, better workouts. But the truth is it doesn't. It doesn't because we miss out on so much when we skip duration and longevity. How effective is a short-ass workout when we need 15 minutes Right, you see all the products that are like 15 minutes, right? Like, can we do a really short workout and get huge benefits of it? So, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that the answer is definitely you can. You can do a really short workout and get super duper benefits from it. You cannot do like five minutes. I'm not even sure that you could tap in a rest period for certain folks is more than five minutes. A rest period is more than five minutes, and as well as should be, right? And when you're working your really heavy stuff, which is when you're working, excuse me, your really heavy stuff, which is part and parcel of doing a short, efficient workout is doing your power, your plyo. Right. When you're doing that type of stuff, five minutes can mean quite a bit. You get a lot from a truncated workout where five minutes of that workout is really concentrated. Absolutely. One hundred and fifty percent. But if that's a being beginning in, if that's the the um, um, the end all be all of your workout we got problems all right so stop looking for efficiency and quickness start looking for the following all right if you're gonna go short you only have 20 minutes you only have 20 minutes to do it and you're looking for strength gains right strength gains you have to tap into power first you have to work Number one, and this is the first part of my case, is you have to start working for your power first. You have to work for explosivity, ballistics, speed, speed with weight, speed with load, speed with overload first. Okay? Let's just say you have some time at your lunch hour and you're trying to get it in. All right? There's a couple things that you could get done for positive benefit. In five, ten minutes, if you're outside and you only use that time to meditate, you're sitting there and you're just eating your lunch, but the sun is there, you know, great. You're getting a meditation, very useful for a long work day. Very good. If you're also looking to move around and you get a quick power walk in, beautiful. This is all good for your mindset. This is all good for your energy. This is all good for your metabolism. All of those things are going to lead to long-term benefits in general. So the idea that you shouldn't do nothing at you know, your lunch break or whatever it is. No, no, no. You got to do a little bit of something. Strengthen your mind. Retap into that life energy, right? Right? Retap in. Rebuild. <clears throat> excuse me. That life energy for yourself. At your lunch hour. That's great. But if you're looking to get stronger, you actually have to put your body under some type of progressive overload. You have to tap into your power 
Look. Look. Under the most extreme circumstances, doing five minutes of clapping push-ups might be the best thing that you could do for yourself. Now, if you're going to do five minutes of clapping push-ups and you're not in special forces, what are you doing with your life? Right? Power is going to last about 30 seconds. It's going to be really hard and it's going to be extremely explosive. That's where you're going to spend your time. But we're not going to talk about five minutes because a rest period should be almost longer than that. When you're working your power, if you have all the time in the world and you're inside the gym and you're doing your Olympic lifting or you're doing your heavy box jumps, you got weight and you're doing your box jumps, you're doing bunny hops across the floor, whatever you just did that's super ballistic and explosive, as I call twitchy, you're going to need more than twice the amount of time actively resting and some of it uh, passively resting for what you just did. So you did all those legs, you're going to need at least two minutes resting your legs just to get back at it that's to gain strength and remember strength gains have purpose and meaning strength gains mean you're putting on muscle to boost your metabolism that's why you work strength that's what strengthening is it's putting on more muscle to boost your metabolism okay you don't put on muscle you didn't get stronger if you're not boosting your metabolism you're not getting stronger all right you might be staying healthy that's great you might be working your cardio also beautiful but getting stronger is the act of putting on muscle to boost your metabolism work your power first spend if you have 15 minutes to spare the strongest you're going to get inside the gym is just working your technical lifts you'll probably get three sets done so the inherent danger of a short ass workout means that you're barely and that's for one muscle group you're not going to, you're, you're, look, when you're working Olympics, Olympic technical lifting, yo, you're getting a lot of work done. Absolutely. But it's like this. Setting yourself up to only do one body part when you're doing your Olympic lift all the time because you're looking for efficiency in a truncated workout and you're trying to go back to the job site with like a pump, you know. Great. Beautiful. But you're fooling yourself into thinking that you're going to get stronger. Okay? At best, you're probably going to be able to work through two, excuse me, three hard sets of Olympic lifting. That's a short-ass workout. You can get power done in about 15 minutes. And this is part of the second, you know, thesis for the day. But you're only going to work one muscle group. Or one movement pattern. All right. It's very tough for you to work power, multiple muscle groups, and functional units across your body. It's going to be very hard to do that in under 15 minutes because you want this short-ass workout. Now, let's just say you're doing your abs and your core. Can you get big benefits from doing 15 minutes of ab and abs and core where you adequately progressively overload that and that becomes what you get stronger at absolutely you can for sure because those muscles are so many ways to progressively overload the muscles of what you call your core and your abs etc but you need to be on it right you need to be on it it doesn't just have to be you doing crunches for the whole 15 minutes you've got to change your joint angle you have to change the tension you have to give adequate recovery 
to one set of muscles and then go to the next. That's why. What you should be picking up on too is that you need adequate time to power down and recover. When you power down and recover, that's actually a huge part of you building more strength. Strength is built when you give your muscles the time to rebound and do more work. In 15 minutes, unless you're doing your core, unless you're doing your calisthenics only, and unless you're focusing on one muscle group, it's just not going to happen. So for the core, is 15 minutes a short-ass workout? Yeah. But it to get stronger, yeah, it is. But one muscle group, you might get away with doing it. Globally, globally, we might not be getting stronger. So what you'll see is quality coaches combining their core, combining the ab stuff with another modality for fitness, right? Like we do in this gym. So the, for the last reason is this. All right. Remember when you guys first heard about the CrossFit games and you turned it on, you watched all of these muscular, super rippy people doing all this, throwing this bar around, throwing the softball up the field, doing all these trippy movements, touching the floor with the chest, slamming stuff, right? It looked like a strength and conditioning high school workout from back in the day come to reality with prize money on top of it. And you're like, whoa, this is entertaining. AF, it was very entertaining the first time you watched the CrossFit Games. I feel like they're not, they're still on, but not like as um, watched. Because I remember at one point, you couldn't miss it. And uh, recently, uh, haven't seen too, they haven't seen it when it comes on. But I've even been to one in person. And yeah, I mean, there's some fanfare around it. Um you got those long farmers carries and all this. One thing that I always looked at, I was like, yo, don't any of these people run? Like, just straight up run. Just run. I don't want to, just running. And then I remember, I think it was something like the seventh games or something like that, or the eighth iteration of the games. They actually had them do about two to three miles of running, and then they did their events. And they actually kind of structured it really well, which is they had them run that two to three miles right there. And then they had them go in and do their Olympic lifting right afterward. And then I was like, oh, good. They decided to incorporate cardio into the idea of strength because it was the sport of strength this is what CrossFit is. And I use that because it's the most mainstream way to attach what I'm about to say. Your short ass workouts never get cooking on the cardio front, period. You never tax your cardio, or I should say, your endurance energy system. The two aren't really interchangeable as terms, but you never tax your endurance energy system. The ability for your body to recuperate energy while you're moving at steady state paces and continue on for a duration of time that might have to exceed two hours. A short-ass workout can't possibly tap into that type of energy system. In the same vein that the first six or whatever it was, CrossFit Games, you're watching these people throw this bar around and you're like, yeah, but can they run to the grocery store? People don't run to the grocery store anymore. But let's just say, could you? <laughs> we want to believe that all of our athletes are capable of doing that, right? 
I believe DK Metcalf can run to the grocery store if he had to with 4% body fat. Listen, we want to make sure that when we do any type of strength training that we're tapping into so many energy systems. A short-ass workout that looks to build a core and does a lot of calisthenics can definitely be the closest thing to 15 minutes of work. But we're going to have to be explosive and twitchy when we work our core I mean, during cal- calisthenics, explosive and twitchy. When we're working our core, when we're working our core, well, we could just kind of overload the core with different joint angles and stay with one muscle group the whole time. Doesn't really tap into that endurance system. Short ass workouts almost never, but we are going to get stronger if we do that. Short ass workouts don't tap into the endurance system and thus do not build one of the components very important for strength. All right, so it's power, it's strength and anaerobics, and then it's endurance and aerobics. Those are your corner fo- your excuse me, your cornerstones for building strength. And a short ass workout just doesn't ever get you to tap in. And look, I already know there's muscle sharks out there that are like, I don't need to run to the store. I have a car. I don't need to be able to run for cardio because that diminishes how much muscle you have. It doesn't, right? It doesn't. Endurance training and cardio, they are oil and vinegar when it comes to the act of having enough energy to build powerful muscle. Very heavy lifting does not enjoy having cardio around. So when you're doing lots of cardio in your weekly regimen, in your mesocycles, right, you're going to have to sacrifice lifting heavy and vice versa, right? You are. You won't see top-end gains. It's just how your body is. The science speaks to that. So you don't really lose muscle if you're working your endurance. In fact, many, many, many bodybuilders who are essentially the standard bearers for building strength, building muscle, many bodybuilders would spend weeks doing high reps, right? Because that is tapping into an endurance energy system. And if those same bodybuilders wanted to go out and do some type of running after building tons and tons of high rep strength, they probably wouldn't do as bad as most people would think. Look, it's like this. It's like this. Short ass workouts don't get your endurance up. And we want the endurance to be up. All right. Challenge yourself today. If you've been doing too many short-ass workouts, if you're relying only on videos that sell you on 10 minutes or products that only sell you on 15 minutes worth of work, challenge yourself today and this week to do something a little bit longer for these reasons. And if you have to stick with those, maybe you only have a lunch hour and you are doing other stuff, work your power first. Work one muscle group as hard as you can and then remember that you also have to add in your endurance later. Make sure that you're constantly challenging yourself in order to get a little bit better at the thing you do and trying not to stay comfortable where you're at. Make a a short ass workout a little bit longer and don't take the easy way out this week. Okay, that's my hope for you guys. And I really hope you stick with that and you guys can go ahead and get that done. All right. Let me know how it goes. Egokillershow.com is where you can leave me a message. Rate me on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, wherever they do reviews. It helps me tremendously. And until the next one, stay.
stay up. <laughs>